Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Opremian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Vigarito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we broadcast live from Miami Mike Sports Zone, Route 10 East Hanover, New Jersey. We'll take you up to the Monday Night Football game tonight, AFC East ramifications as the uh, Buffalo Bills uh, play the Seattle Seahawks. So, um, you know, Miami Dolphins playing some real good football right now. And it actually happened. The Dolphins, three wins in a row, two division games. So uh, there's a whole different atmosphere down in Miami, and it's exciting to have the Miami Dolphins relevant uh, in, in the season. Uh, a far cry from the way this season has started out. So, uh, you know, a 27-23 victory over the New York Jets, and, uh, and I think the fashion and the way that they have done it has got a lot of people uh, with eyes open. Obviously, the running game is, is – it's been superb. Jay Ajayi, uh, two 200-yard rushing games in a row, and then he uh, comes for a third week and, and goes over 100 with the uh, the best rushing defense uh, in the league. So very impressive, to say the least, there. And uh, it would be hard-pressed not to mention the name Kenyon Drake uh, with the backbreaker as he uh, returns for a touchdown, uh, the kick that, that pretty much put it down in the coffin. So without further ado... We welcome uh, my co-host, Rich Van Zandt, to the program. Rich, uh, the way the Dolphins are playing is what's got everybody, I think, you know, with their jaws open um, because it's such a transition. It's not just wins. It's physical football, running the ball, and Ryan Tannehill has played very well for the last three weeks. Yeah, you know, they're definitely, you know, after that uh, Titans game, I mean, I wrote them off. I didn't think they were going to win four games all year. Never mind be 4-4 at one point. So you have to give them credit where credit's due. You know, I think the team still has issues. You know, I don't know if it's a playoff team. Do you? No, I mean, I'm not going that far. You no. know, I, I think right now what you I think right now what you look to do is you look to solidify the second best team in that division, right? That's what you want to do now. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't win the division. You're three games yeah. out. You know? I mean, you know, things happen, but you're absolutely right to, to be able to – the deficit's just too big, you know, for a team that's better than you. You're not, you know? you're not catching them. No, you're not. So you look to solidify yourself as the second-best team in the league and and then, I mean, in a division, and then a- after you, you know, can do that, then you can start looking at, you know, maybe wild-card ramifications way down the road if you continue to play like this. Um, but, you know, just exciting to see the physicalness that the Dolphins are playing right now. It's, it's, it's a formula that we've wanted for a long time, and I, I still can't put my finger on what, why. I understand the offensive line got healthy and they're playing together, but to have this kind of turnaround is striking. It's very exciting, though. 
And, uh, well, like, look, that worst, the worst game we played all year was Tennessee, right? Agreeable, right? Yes, yes. Two of the reasons our offensive line stunk got cut that next day, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That has a lot to do with it. Because I think they were playing in the patchwork, you know, offensive line all year at different spots. You they know, were. And, you know, and, and Thomas and, uh, you know, Turner were awful. Yeah. Absolutely two wasted draft picks, those two guys. I, I mean, you I know? think if I had a if I had a pick, I mean, I would think that it is them not being in there. And I also think that the, the, the statement kind of worked, too, when Geese cut all those guys that day. Yeah, I mean, it, did, didn't hurt, it didn't hurt, you know. And look, you know, getting – Ari Edgerine Forster to retire too, you know. Like like we said, my, I had a nickname for him, the Drive Killer, because it seems every time they brought him in, you know, it would kill the drive. I mean, I would have to know? think at that point it was like you know he was pretty much a non-entity anyway. And you're right, he kept killing drives. Yeah. Um, but but they, like they they always felt like they needed to put him in, you know, even when he wasn't the non-entity, he still yeah. came in too much, you know, and did nothing. And then you know it would be. Uh, Hard pressed to go through a show without, you know, mentioning Kenyon Drake out of nowhere. I didn't even know the guy had that kind of speed. To return to well, he did that a lot. In, you know, he was the backup in Bama, and you know he did return kickoffs, and he did that, do that a lot in college. Wow, but that was that I mean, was yeah. So it's like, look, it was an amazing play. But remember, it was the second kick, so the the, the special teams on the Jets were kind of worn. You know, they had to do the play twice. So don't get crazy. You know, was, I'm not taking anything away from it, but there was a big reason that it was the second kick that he did get, you know, get okay. the, to get the return. Uh, that's a fair point. I mean, I'll, I'll give you, you that. Know. I just I look at it, and, you yeah. know, it's the kind of thing where we, we – So they had a full-blown kick or return where they're chasing, you know, they're, they're chasing the other guy around, uh, Grant, right. you know. <laughs> Remember how long that, you know? Yeah. So Grant had a lot to do with that next play. It, it just seemed like we were uh, shooting ourselves in the foot so many times. Well, here's the big difference. Out. We gave that game away at the end. And in years past, we lose right, that game. That's what I mean. The fact that we were, we were able to come back after the Jets scored with a, with a kickoff return was huge. But not only that, just to ice the game on the ground afterwards was, you know, when was the last time you ever see a stick in an A at the end of the game? You know? Yeah, I mean. Very rare. It's it is rare, and 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 the thing that's impressed me the most is that we're running in the fourth quarter and we're killing clock. Yeah. I mean that's unheard of. <laughs> Even on a penalty, that's not a fact. I just saw on the scroll before. Dolphins coach Aaron Gaze says that Jay Jai will be the workhorse back going forward. Oh really? I mean he had to say that. He has got 500 yards in three weeks. He <laughs> gonna say that he's going with a Jai. <laughs> yeah, what what kind of question? <laughs> No idea. I mean, what, what, like, who, who else would it be? Like, <laughs> I, that's my point. It makes no sense. Of course, that he's going to be your guy, you know, going forward. And, and another hundred yard thing. Yeah. And uh, another hundred yards. We're going to have. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, this this guy is the. Uh, you know, he's he's legit. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah. He, he's legit. Um, so, you know, I'm excited about it. I mean, I'm yeah, excited. I like the way he's running. I, I still don't love the way our offense is running in a hole. I don't think Tannehill had a great game yesterday. I think he was inaccurate at times. I, I mean, our leading receiver had was the was the uh, the tight end Jones with 44 yards. Yeah, but I think he had a good game though. I think he did what he had to do. He didn't make you know a lot. No, of he didn't make game. mistakes. You know, no, he no, did no, make a couple. Throws. But there was no like Landry only had two catches. Yeah, Foster had one. Our our, our wide receivers were like non. Yeah, you know, they really did nothing. You know. 
Um, in the first half, they did, because you really want to run the ball in the first half. So, that, you know, they did in the first half. Not a whole lot. Um, Look at the receptions. Yeah. The Landry had two for 40 yards or something. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think Yeah, I think Jones so, 42. So, yeah, he was the, that was the leading receiver, yeah. 42 yards. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm – That's scary to me, you know. That's, you know, that's not great. Because, you know, they have, you know, believe it or not, Revis is the weak link of that defense now. You know, he's 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 on the way out. Yeah. And everybody's exploiting him. I mean, Jones had, what, 100, 100 and something yards against him? Who who lit him up? Oh, Terrell Pryor had, a, had a, like, 120 yards on him. You know, Cleveland, when they almost lost that game. Yeah, it was one of those games. I mean, he only had a. But he's been getting lit up always. We didn't even really go at him. We didn't exploit him like we should have. No, I mean, I guess not. But I think the, the game plan was to be able to run the ball, yeah. right? And so, you know, you had 140 yards in the air. I understand what you're saying. I just think that uh, – Well, we should have lit it up a little bit more on that. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, they, they probably should have done a little bit more in the air. And I think that there was some open guys, like you're saying, that he missed. I don't know the reason for that. Um, well, I think there was too many wide receiver screens again called yesterday. I thought there was too many checkdowns as usual. As you know, yeah, we got Grant in the mix now, right? I mean, to have Grant, the smallest guy in the NFL, probably to, to throw a, a, guy, a team that like stacks the line to throw a ball to him on the two yard line. That's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, nothing good's gonna happen from that. And then he ran that screen again with him up there. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. It didn't really work. I mean, I know they want to give the guy the ball. He's quick. But, but if you want to get him the ball, he's got to throw him five yards down the field and let him, you know, get him space. You, you can't expect this guy to break, you know, tackles at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying there. I mean, I think it's kind of some kinks that need to be worked out. You know, I still, I mean, I like what they're doing there, and I like. I, I mean, Parker's been non-existent. Non-existent, you know. Um He's been very disappointing I mean, you know, this year. Tannehill did have LaRue open, and he overthrew him. Yeah, he did. Well, that's what I was talking about. And then and LaRue got yelled at when he went back to the bench. So yeah, so we don't, know what, we don't know what the story was there, but it was was overthrown, you know? Yeah, it certainly looked like did it he was. Start, did he stop running? I don't stop, know. Or did he not go straight or yeah. something like that? Was it a timing route? I don't know, because it did look like he was, you know, he overthrew him by 20, yeah. 20 yards. So I, I agree with that. But in the last three weeks, Tannehill's played very well. I mean, very well. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that, like, yesterday, it was, you know, our, our our passing game was inept. It really wasn't good. I don't know if I saw that. I mean, it obviously wasn't electric, and you're running the ball, you know. I mean, he was... You're not running the ball all the time. In the, the first half, he had 28 yards, Jai. <laughs> and, wait, and 20 of it, 25 of it was a touchdown. Yeah, I, I was kind of... Listen, he was 17 for 28 with 149 yards and a touchdown. No interceptions. Now, yeah, those are not staggering numbers. I agree with that. But I've seen Aikman do that and, you know, win... 14 games, you know what I'm saying? So, but I say, but you said we were running the ball. The first six. half, we, did, we like I said, he had 28 yards well, no, no, and he had no, 25 think, on a touchdown. No, 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 but my point is I think most of those stats were in the first half. We started running the ball in the second half, and I don't think Tannehill really had a lot of stats yeah. in the second half throwing the ball. That's my point on that, right? I mean, listen, I'm not saying he had a phenomenal game, but I just think that, you know, he played well. He didn't make the mistakes. This is the third Look, he's not getting hit like he used to. He's no. not getting sacked like he used to, right? Yeah. I don't see... He should be much better than he is without being that. Because that's the pass we always gave him, you know? So, yes, he's not turning the ball over the last month. But he still should be, he should be lighting it up more. Coming up, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it at all. But 
My point is, I think he played much better than you're giving him credit for. I can give you the Jets game. If you want to see him play great, it's very well in the last two games before that. Excellent, actually. I don't know why you're saying that. He played excellent in that Steeler game, and he played excellent in the Bills game. You know, so uh, it's night and day compared to the way he was playing. And the defense has still got problems. That's where I would take the problems. I'm, you know, our, our linebacker core is still hurting. You know, our secondary is, worst, you know, Patrick. We got, we got Culver back today, you know that. Yeah. Worst game the linebackers played. And, and probably even worse than the Tennessee game. Worst yeah. game that they played the linebacking crew. Um and, uh, you know... Uh, and J- Jenkins may be out for an extended period of time, yeah, though. because he got hurt in there. I think he may have broke cast, his hand. Got a cast on his hand, and, yeah. I mean, you could play with that, I guess, right? It depends. You yeah, put that, I, I you put that, that position. You put that mitt on there, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there's also the kind of thing where, like, I thought Maxwell played okay. I mean, he, shut, he kind of shut Brandon Marshall down for the most part. Brandon Marshall did not have a great game. No. So even though he but is that from him, or is that because Fitzpatrick's so inept? I think it's a combination. I think yeah. when you look at the thing and you see the stats or whatever, I think that the um, – I, I think that Fitzpatrick really helped this team out quite a bit with the interceptions and the misthrows. I mean, he had Marshall for a touchdown twice. You've got to give me credit on this. I told you this guy stunk yeah, I mean, well, five why, years ago. That's why he's been on six, seven teams yeah. in the last five years. Yep. But, you know, he's got his moments, but they certainly were not yesterday. You know? <laughs> the Jets are a mess. You know? They're an out-and-out mess. I think they're, they're in a lot worse shape than we are going forward. This, you know, they, this team was supposed to be built to win now, and they're awful. This might be the knockout blow for them. I'm hoping that this yeah. is just, just not. Well, forget about the season. Yeah, I'm fine. Even the future. Where are you going at quarterback? You wasted a second-round pick on a kid that's never going to be able to play from Penn State, the Sackleberg guy, yeah. right? You got Bryce Petty now. What, what year is he in? Four? Is he four or three? Four? Three or four. Yeah. And he's done nothing. They had, he, he was on the field for eight seconds yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. They don't know what direction to go for. The, I mean, the coach is probably on that store. I agree. I mean, I'm not, you know? uh, listen, I, I'm not building that team, so I, I'm not going to worry about what they had to do as far as that goes. But yep. I will say that I think that they're definitely on a downslope, and it doesn't look like they're aging in certain areas, and they have quarterback problems. And when you have that, look out, right? I mean, that's There's no question. Yeah. Marshall had 45 yards. He had six receptions for 45 yards. So you got to give Maxwell a tip of the half. You're right. Fitzpatrick missed him on a couple of occasions. He missed him on one that could have been a touchdown, and I don't think that was Marshall on the other touchdown. I mean, the time touchdown was disgusting. Our yeah, defensive backs. it was. There's problems in that secondary. Yeah. There's, there's problems on that defense. Yeah. Defensive line, though, played well. Um, again, no. uh, Mario uh, Williams is a is a is well, a ghost. In there, right? Oh, I out. saw him in a lot yesterday. The man's a ghost. At the, at the end, they put yeah, him they out. took him out. He does nothing. The um, I'm trying to think who who was it that they put in, uh, and he played a lot. Oh, um. Uh, who, who was it? Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I about? know who you mean. I just can't remember his name. They, they brought him in to play defensive yes. end. Jason Jones. Jason, Jason Jones. Jones. He played a lot. Yep. And that's where Mario Williams would have been. Yeah, he's number 50, took, yeah. They also took Wake out. Yeah, Wake was out in weird spots. Understand. Yeah, he had two sacks yesterday, Wake, so he's got five on the air now. 
Well, why, why but he seems to be getting time? better every day. I don't know what the story is. They have this rotation that they just stick to, I think, no matter what. I don't even think it's situational. But, I mean, anybody who doesn't know that when the game is on the line, that Cameron Wake should be in the game is out of their mind. I think there's something more to it than just the rotation, though. You think they're afraid of the Achilles thing and they're trying to, like, rest them? More to it. I'm yeah. not exactly sure, but... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah you're probably it. right. I mean, it's one thing if you're on a rotation, but that was, it just didn't make sense. Yeah. You know, we've seen other guys not on the rotation. I, I don't know. It just seemed a little bit strange to me. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe it, it, it has to do with the uh, – maybe it has to do with, like, the Achilles, like you said, um, but it just seems like, you know, that they're kind of resting them for other reasons, so – I, I don't know what that is. You know, it, it, it's kind of weird to me. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll see. Um, I don't know. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll have Miami Mike join us for his segment uh, right after the break, and uh, we'll ask him about Cameron Wake and see what, uh, what he thinks. But it just seems like a little, little weird, that, uh, especially towards the end of the game. You see him kind of disappear, but, you know, we'll touch on that. So I'll take a quick break. Be right back after this. Hi, this is Larry Zonka, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736. Or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Catello.
Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. We host Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we broadcast live from Miami Mike Sports Zone, Ruth Danny Stanover, New Jersey. And uh, we are uh, wrapping up the uh, Miami Dolphins big victory over the New York Jets 27-23. We'll take you up to the Monday Night Football game tonight, which is the uh, Buffalo Bills uh, playing the Seattle Seahawks. So we have some AFC East ramifications. And it's nice to know that the Miami Dolphins now can actually take a foothold in this division and solidify themselves as the second-best team. On a side note, there's also a big event going on in Miami Mike's tonight. He's got some Jet players. Uh, that have rolled in here, and uh, so come on down and uh, enjoy it all. There's always something uh, major going on here. Without further ado, we have the actual man himself, Miami Mike, joining us for his local segment. And uh, Mike, big victory, three in a row now, Miami Dolphins. I have to say legit. Happy, right? Um, Look at the smile. I tell you, you know, you know, you know, you know, and at home, it's important to win those home yeah, games. You know, right. I mean, we want to go to the first four games against playoff teams, and uh, we were all down on the team, no doubt about it, every one of us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we thought that the uh, uh, season was going down, and, uh, you know, we get this nice home stand, uh, four games in a row, and it's nice to uh, be back in the thick of things after yeah. four and four. And uh, once again, a nice performance by the team. A few mistakes, but a nice win for the Dolphins yesterday. Yeah. And, uh, for sure. From what I understand, the Dolphin fans basically took all the stadium yesterday, where you have a lot of Jets fans from my Dolphin inside in South Florida. They said that there were a limited amount of Jets fans there, which wow. is unusual. Right? Unusual? Yeah, because there's a lot of transplants, yeah, too. Yeah. It's nice to hear. Yeah, Very unusual and, and ex- extremely nice to hear because it hasn't really been a, a warming environment for the Dolphins at home the last few years. Right. So you bring up a great point. Well, you know, don't, 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 kid, don't kid yourself, too. It's because the Jets stink also. They're, they're not traveling for that team, no, 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 you know, from here. He wins at home. No, yeah, I know that. I know that. Yeah. They have not been a great home No, team. they've been terrible. That's so right. The guy, the guy in the NFL Network goes today. They wish they played all their games at home. I go, I guess he doesn't know the history of this. Yeah. Game. Well, that's <laughs> you know? right. yeah. I mean, we don't really yeah. So if you can start winning games at home, and that could be a place that teams don't want to come into, I think it can carry over. And, you know, we're not a bad road team, you know. So if you can put it together, that's pretty good. Yeah, we are. We are, so if we can win at home, you know, on top of that, maybe you got something there. So let me ask you, here, here's the things that we've been bringing up. The thing that's most impressive is the way that you've been doing it on a physical level. You've been running the ball, especially in the fourth quarter, right? Just have the best run defense in football, at least statistically. Yeah. And that's where we dominate, right? Fourth quarter, that's what good teams do. If, if, if we had a little more time, we would watch the 200. They, those last two drives, they needed a first down. Yeah, it was a nice yeah. game there to get that first down. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a tricky. We haven't seen this since Ricky Williams. And, and, and let's also compliment the offensive line on the pass protection. Absolutely. Yeah. He gets a tough He's not getting hit that much. No, it's yeah. nice that he's making the plays, I'll tell you. What, what a difference. What a difference a month makes. Isn't it, though? I mean, it's like night and day. And Pierce Eager's been playing very well. The last three weeks he's been playing very well. You know, I wasn't maybe stellar this week, um, but, you know, you take all three and compare it to the way he was before that. Night and day, offensive line absolutely is attributed to that. So, very exciting there. Um, the pass, the passing attack wasn't, I guess, it's not that uh, uh, it's it's common. It doesn't need to be. You keep blowing, you keep blowing as a, as a, a, a guy on ESPN said, give yeah. me a canal. Yeah. And I can run to him there. Yeah. Well, yeah. Joe, you're right. The Dolphins have been blowing up. 
and have a canal for Jay Ajayi. Yeah. So, uh, it's very exciting. It's okay. Listen, I'll take this offense the way it is all season. Now, run a couple passes, run a couple passes, run first down, Dolphins. I think it's a big thing. I like Jones a lot. I think yeah. that he, he's a great addition to this team. Um, I think he had that one bad job. Yeah, yeah horrible job. But, but he, he had a good game besides that. Yes. The drop was bad. Bad timing. He's not getting the revenue for that game. He owns the stadium. 
So is this is it a huge windfall, or is a, is it just payback for getting a Super Bowl? I, I mean, you would think that you get some kind of cut for going out there. But I mean, I obviously you can't get the whole thing because the, the stadium in London needs that money. Yeah. He's not going to get the parking and concessions from there. And another team, the, too, yeah. They're, they're not home. They're not home. So there's got to be something here. Yeah. That's a very interesting point. I wonder I'd love to see, like, why he's so, you know, we know why he's so quick to do it. But yeah. I like to really know why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What the yeah. or what? I mean, we're probably ninety percent on the mark, you know, because it's it's the you know it's the suck up to get more Super Bowls, you know, right. to host them. But you know, you really love to know, like, what is it? What's he getting? I mean, forget about New Orleans home game, where you know you would fill that stadium with people from New Orleans too. That would make that trip. It's a drivable yeah, they trip. haven't played in Miami in a long no. time. No, New Orleans, and that's a place where you know people in New Orleans would go to. Yeah, you know. So, know. you know, like I said, that's a yeah. Hey, that's but, a, there's a lot of revenue lost, you know. Like I said, for the surrounding areas, you yeah. know. Just no, think about the hotels, the rental cars, the restaurants. I mean, that's a lot of you know. You you bring in what twenty thousand people from out of town? Yeah, you would think, right? Yeah, that's a ton of dough, man. No, it is. You bring up good points. I mean, you obviously you don't come to that area yep. and you got an expertise there. And you're right. I mean, there's a lot that's overlooked with these London trips because people get into it. I don't know who gets into it. I can't stand it. And we're gonna have to wake up at nine in the morning again to watch a game. Is yeah, it, is how this do you really feel? Yeah. But I'm saying, right? <laughs> we have to we have to wake up at nine in the morning so somebody in London can go to the well, game at one. Yeah, I guess so. I guess they all are now. I guess that's the thing. Well, then that's terrible because yeah. you got a Drew Brees matchup that I'm really excited to see. Yeah. And it's going to be at 9 o'clock in the I morning I can't now. stand it. I mean, you know, for somebody that just doesn't watch their team play, too, that watches football all day long, I mean, you can't expect people to watch football from 9 a.m. until 1 in the morning. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, people must do it, but you know who's that? Well, I did it that one time, and it was the most miserable Sunday of my life. I know Mike had to do his thing, but it's worse. We're still doing that. Nobody is going getting up and going out to watch these teams. So the sports bars are hurting for this. It takes one game out of the mix. And then usually a big game. And think about it, too, right? The last two weeks, we've had six teams with bye weeks because of the London game. Because they've given two teams off, yeah. right? Yeah. So now we have six games off. Last week, the week before this, yesterday, we had only two four o'clock games. Does that help you? No, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't help you. Well, yesterday we had four, which is a lot for four o'clock, but there wasn't that many one o'clock games. It doesn't seem like the trend is going the other way. Because you have a commissioner that is ridiculously overpaid, that has to justify his existence, I guess, that still has this notion that there should be a franchise in London, England, which makes no sense at all. I think they didn't have all these problems in the league with the the, uh, uh, domestic abuse and the suspensions and all that. I think he would have already tried to get one in there, but it's like step back because the league has had so much stuff. You're right, that's the agenda, and he's trying to... Remember when he got caught on tape saying that he wants to have a Super Bowl over there? No, talk to me about that. Yeah, he got caught on, Goodell got caught on tape like five years ago saying that, you know, his dream would be have a, you know, a Super Bowl in London. And then, and then the backlash, with the backlash. Hard. You know how much money that would cost I our country? You know how much money that would cost our country, uh, cost the city, that to, to give Bowl them, man. to give a different country our main thing? I mean, that's just insane. And there was such a backlash. Right? It was all now just talking in a hypothetical manner. No chance. You were talking because you wanted it done. 
So is that done now, or is that something that's still going to be brought up? Like that's that's something that's going to be brought up. They, they, he, his eventual goal is to have a, a full-time franchise there and to have a Super Bowl there. Unbelievable. I mean, I remember when we were talking about that. I didn't realize he got caught on tape. He got caught on tape talking about it. And then he backtracked because the backlash was ridiculous. Wow. I mean, you know, like you said, it is America's game. I mean, it's not enough for this league. The money they're making that they they think they can branch out globally. I mean, you know, really, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, how are you going to get players to play over there? That they would have to live in London. I, you know, that's crazy. It's a crazy thing to ask. Well, now if, if you get a team there, then the Super Bowl will be there eventually. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But if you think about it. Is any good free agent going to want to go there? I mean, you have a different tax ramifications. How does that work? Well, you're going to have to pay taxes in London. You're, that's where you're working. Well, their, their taxes are so high. Oh, yeah. problem. Yeah. It's going to be well, hard. Then you, have to, you have 22-year-old kids that grew up, like, you know, down south in, in America. They're going to move to England. I mean, talk about culture shock. I mean, unless you subsidize it somehow. You can't, though. You can't do that. Is it legal? Yeah, you can't do it. How are you going to subsidize it? You can't do it. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. Just when, when, you know, when teams say, well, you still have the Toronto Blue Jays and stuff. There's different tax things up there. Yeah. You have to pay. They don't, Major League Baseball doesn't subsidize them. They didn't do it for the Expos, you know. How are you going to do that? Yeah, it's kind of different, though, because it's like you can almost drive to those locations and there's a lot of people there. I mean, that. Uh, well, at least it's in the same continent. Have, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's a little but, you know, different. You want to you expand? I mean, I mean, I don't think it's a great idea, but why not Mexico City or Toronto or something then? Why, you know, I guess Toronto would hurt the Bills. Well, if they were going to do that, I would think that that, that would have been done. Bills, but right? this London stuff is just so Mexico City, idiotic. Are you okay with that? Huh? Are you okay with a team no, in Mexico City? No, but it's still the continent. It's still North America. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I still though. I, I, no, I still don't like it. I, you know, no, I don't, I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, the Dolphins played one game in Mexico City. Yeah, I remember there, that. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if I would like I don't that think they could, I don't think they could support it. Than the, than the London Mark Monarchs or something like that. I, I wouldn't want it either way. I understand where you're going with it's that. So and I, I wouldn't really want it either way, you know. But the fact um, that, like, you know, we're supposed to wake up at 9 in the morning to watch football. It's like, really? Do you think other people have the same feelings? I, I don't care if they do or not. It's not right. Why the hell should I have to wake up at, at 9 in the morning to watch the Dolphins play next year? I, I agree with you. It's ridiculous. But I'm If you want to put it on, you put it on where it's on at 1 o'clock here. And whatever time in London, that's it. Well, that's what they were doing. That's what they were doing in the beginning. But they want us – see, they want London to have a, a 1 o'clock London game, and they want us to get used to watching games at 9 in the yeah, morning. That's, that's their agenda. That's this year. And that's, that's a change I want nothing to do with. And they changed that this year. When the Dolphins played the Jets in London, what time was that game? What was the last game we had there? That was it. That yeah. was, yeah, it was 9 in the morning. That was yeah, it was miserable. Yeah. That was terrible. Remember, you yeah. heard me bitching about it for two hours. Yeah, I didn't realize that one was the early one because I know that we played uh, yeah. the other teams were at 1 o'clock for us when yep. we played the Giants. It's ridiculous. And then there, but then the Raiders. But the Jets one was early? Yeah. Or was the Raiders one early? One yep. of them, right? That yeah, was well, the Jets. I remember watching the 8 o'clock game. I'm like falling asleep. I'm like, well, what? this is insane. You're watching football now for 13 hours. Wonderful. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. I mean, it's. But it doesn't seem like, like I said, I think they're going in that direction now. You 
It's too bad Tagliabue couldn't have stayed. Yeah, well, those days are long gone. I mean, you know, this is the new NFL. And I hate yeah. to say it, but it's like get used to it, you know? I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. But, uh, you know, this Goodell is really horrible. Terrible, terrible commissioner. Yeah. All right, right back after this. When ordering food, you find out what she wants, then order for the bowl for you. It's a classy move. Now, the lady will have the linguine and white clam sauce and a Coke with no ice. Hey, this is Robert Romain. This is Mike DeMond from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I like to chat, but I'm really kind of busy. I'm listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Iberia Tiles, with locations from Georgia to South Florida. Iberia Tiles offers over 3,000 products and complete peace of mind. From tiles, molasses, and stone to wood flooring, Iberia has a solution no matter what the size of your project. Visit IberiaTiles.com. That's I-B-E-R-I-A. And ask for Dave or call direct at 404-409-0746. And Fanatics.com. If you love the Miami Dolphins, then you need to visit Fanatics.com. Once again, that's Finn, P-H-I-N. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legends show with your host, Pat Catello. Like I say, I'm moving in stereo. Dolphins Legend Show, Pat Catello, Rich Van Zandt, as we come to the final stretch, broadcasting live from Miami Mike Sports Zone, Route 10 East Hanover, New Jersey, and uh, we'll take you up to this Monday night football game, which is the uh, Buffalo Bills and the Seattle Seahawks, so tonight is actually, uh, you know, a dolphin interest, because I think that the Miami Dolphins now, after beating the Buffalo Bills and then the Jets, two division wins back-to-back, are on the verge of really taking control of this second place in the division. And, of course, the New England Patriots have made this, you know, very difficult. But I think you start by being the team that competes with them. And I think they're on the verge of doing that right now because I think that the Buffalo Bills, 
um, are on a downslide since we beat them, and I think the Jets are on the verge of just packing in the season. I think that's very close. Yeah, they're imploding. The Jets are imploding. And, yeah, the Bills aren't a good team. I mean, no. They didn't beat anybody even in a run that they had, and we, we put them to bed kind of. You know, I don't think they're beating the Seattle Seahawks tonight, do you? No, I don't. you see that happening? No. I mean, it's in Buffalo, right? Yeah, yeah but it's not it's... freezing there or anything, you know. It's, it's actually very nice in this area, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's not really that cold. So. When you say this area, that's not really this area. Well, you know what I'm saying? It's still the East Coast. I mean, you know, we've had a very warm, you know, fall so yeah, far. Yeah, it's been you know? okay around here. I mean, we're still, what, eight hours away from then, though. No, no, I know it could, it could be eighty degrees here and forty there. I understand that. Well, you know? How cold is it there? You I think it's I think it's like going to be in the forties tonight. I don't think oh, it's a really? big deal. Yeah. Well, it's Seattle. The yeah. Seattle's be... miserable anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's worse than that. Those, yeah. They play in that. Like you said, they played here in the Super Bowl in the snow. They, they yeah. That's not gonna doesn't be really make a difference. You know, they're a little banged up though. Russell Wilson is, is definitely hurt this year, and they're not the same Seattle team they've been. But I think they still have enough to. To win this game tonight, and then that will put us in second place. Uh, yes, you know, which is which is a big turnaround. I would love to see. You know, you got this West Coast trip now, and you know this is a big wedge in, in in what's going on. Will they be able to go to the West Coast and continue this, Rich? That's that's the thing I'm going to be looking for. You got You can't come out zero two. You come out one and one. It's not the end of the world. No, it's good actually. Yeah, but, I mean, look. San Diego's the, the the wild card here. I mean, yeah. if you can win that game, you're you're in very good shape. The Rams aren't any good. And, they scary and, though the Rams. I don't know. Yeah, looking, they're know. not. They're not good though. And, and the Forty ers the week after that at home, they're, they're, they're awful. Think, but you know the Forty Niners. Yeah. I don't know. We always play them lousy. Yeah, but I mean, this is the same kind of Forty Nine team that no, we used to lose to. The last time we called them the Forty Niners didn't didn't Steve Young light us up? I mean, it hasn't been a while, hasn't it? No, well, actually, we played them in, in Canada's rookie year. Okay. Remember we were playing very well and right. they kind of lit us up. But that was horrible, wasn't yeah. it? Horrible. Different team Harbaugh, now. different call. Totally different, different team. team, right? Yep. Everything's changed there. So, and you got the three division games ending the year. That's that's going to be that's rough. That's tough. That's going to be really tough. The last five games aren't in the – No, they're not. I mean, it's, it's – it, it, yeah. But, I mean, uh, you know, the Patriots last game – And that's your thing the NFL. I mean, you really got to have the Jet game in up here on a Saturday night. Really? Yeah. I mean, how stupid is that? If you're going to do that – Yesterday's game should have been here, and that game should have been in Miami. I know, I know. There was no reason to make anybody – first of all, you're rooting every Saturday night, okay? <laughs> Number one, you can't go have a good meal and then go to the game or vice versa afterwards. It's a stupid start time, 825 on Saturday night. How yeah. about Saturday during the day then, December 17th? <laughs> right? It's just moronic. Who comes up with this stuff? I was just going to ask you, who makes these schedules in the time? It's just so silly. I know. Do you think that they actually... And, you know, it's not Christmas week, so why are we doing a Saturday night game here? Because there's no Thursday night? Well, what was that? Well, we're not playing Thursday anyway, so it makes no sense. I don't know. I don't get it. But Saturday night in December is really ridiculous. Yeah, it's weird. I mean... You know, they start doing the Saturday games, but we never have a Saturday night. It, it is strange. I, I'll give you that. It's very strange. I mean, we never have that. No. You know, why? I, I couldn't tell you. I mean, I, I don't know the reasoning. So stupid. 
But, you, know, um, you know, we have a routine. We go to a certain restaurant after the game. Yeah, you know, know, know. We have a routine. It screws up everything. It, it completely screws it up. It destroys it, you know. I know. Yep. It makes it a, a totally different event for us. I know. Um, but it's par for the course. You're always getting curveballs lately. You know, you always There's get no curveballs. This I'm league is sure getting why. more and more annoying as, as time goes on, you know. As you, yeah, as you look ahead um, to, the, say, like the Charger game, you know, another thing that stands out is I think you're going to have two late games, right, 405s. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's a change, too, you know. Um, I don't know how you feel about the late games. I, mean, you, you I like don't them. mind that. kind of like mind. it, you know. You like it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no problem with that. We, we tend to play differently on the late games, though. Well, you're never going to have a 1 o'clock game on the West Coast. No, I, I understand. But we tend to play differently. It's usually a double header, and, you know. I don't know. I guess we'll see how it comes. I mean, you never know what you're going to get with Philip Rivers. No, I mean, they've been, playing, they've been playing pretty good lately. Hall of Fame quarterback, or sometimes you look for the net. But more so than not, he's more the Hall of Fame. He's having a really good year yeah, this year. Oh, yeah, great year last year. Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer to me. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. I, I'd argue he's a really good quarterback. I mean, I, you know, I, you know, they say, well, Tony Romo. I, I don't think so. I think Rivers is a better quarterback than Romo. Much better than Romo. In a much longer time. I understand his deficiencies in the playoffs, and that's definitely going to hurt him. Well, what's but, Romo's deficiency in the playoffs? Yeah, exactly. A lot. Same, same thing. Yeah. Same thing. But more, more staggering. He's yeah. made more. He's made more bl- blunders than uh, than Rivers has. Rivers has just not shown up. Romo has lost games. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you know the snap, fumble, and all that kind of stuff. But he's also he's thrown some picks and stuff. And, you know, Rivers hasn't been really well in the playoffs. Not that he's either. been great. He's, great like he's, he's had not good games. Yeah, but, but Rivers has went into the playoffs with great teams. But Rivers hasn't hasn't had that gaff like Romo has. Romo always has the gaff. Mm, up for debate. I mean, Rivers went into some of these games thirteen and three. They're throwing fish on the sidelines. You catching this? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've seen them all. Well, this is in Seattle. This is in Buffalo. Oh, look at that. He's in Seattle. We're wrong. I've seen them all in smocks. I didn't know where yeah. we were going with this, and now yeah. I can see where we're going with this. Yeah, they're, 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 they're emulating the fish market with just yeah. throwing the fish. Oh, I got Susie Colbert over there. Yeah. She's not going anywhere near this fish. <laughs> so that's all I'm for. They're, they're wasting food now. Is that what we're doing now? Moss one hands it. Well, the hand's bigger than the fish. Insane. Susie Colbert. Now you stink like fish the rest of the day. Yeah. Does Martin Tannis know how to catch a fish? Yes, he does. He does. Bigger than that, too. Right now, you got our audience at home going, Martin, who? Crazy. All right, so we'll see how it uh, it plays out. And I think that the Miami Dolphins are on a roll. I want it to continue to go. You know, I'm very happy with the way things are going right now. Um, once again, I'll be looking at the offensive line in the running game and see how that, that stacks out out there. You, yeah, you got to keep that going. But, you know, like I said, I, I still believe Tannehill has to play better. I think the, the passing, you know, has to be – a bigger part of our offense, and I think you know Landry has to be more involved. Uh, I mean, Parker's starting to look like he's starting to smell like a boss to me. Oof. Yeah, doing that strong on that, huh? Yeah. Well, what has he done? Was he at 400 yards in his career now? I yeah. mean, he's done nothing. Yeah, 
No, I know. Just, this guy was a first-round pick, dude, in the high one. Yeah, I remember reading some things on the, the year he was drafted. He was the second-best wide receiver on the board. First-round pick last year. Yeah. So. This guy has not lived up to it. And All right. Who picked the first pick last year? Who, who's the guy to pick the first pick? I forget his name. Tannenbaum. Oh, that's who it is. Yeah, okay. Uh, so that's another one for his resume. <laughs> on that note, my friends, we'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. Headed out to my big two-wheeler, I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Thank you.